I would like to pay my respects to the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of this land on which we record today. I would also like to pay my respects to their elders both past and present of the Kulin Nations and extend that respect to any other Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islanders listening today. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Connecting to Childhood 98. Hey everyone, it's Says here and you're listening to Child of 98, Child of 98. Um, yes, uh, how are we going in lockdown? Uh, yeah, it's still lockdown. So I love when people ask that, they're like, what have you been up to? Fucking nothing, mate. Fucking nothing. Don't fucking ask me again. I swear to fucking God, I will lose it, mate. But yes, um... You know, just providing, um, you know, doing God's work. I guess that's what I'm doing. Um, But today's episode is nights out where I should have gone home early. And one could say maybe that was every night that I've gone out. One could say maybe that's no nights I've gone out because I learnt many lessons. But it is a bit of a a repetitive cycle. So, like, kind of unsure on that one. Um... Before I get into it, um, just wanted to say thanks, guys, so much for all like the messages and um, the shares and stuff. I really love when you, you know, express that you've liked the podcast because sometimes I'm just talking to myself in my room, being like, "What the fuck's going on?" And my housemates are just like, "Babe, you're talking for thirty minutes about something that happened, you know, a year ago. Can you calm down?" I'm like, you don't fucking understand. I swear to God, I have a podcast. I swear to God. Anyway, so yeah, I really appreciate that love. If you want to follow me on Insta, it is at child of 1998. Um, or you could follow me personal just to get a bit sneaky. That is at says.com.au. And my TikTok is the same at says.com.au. Because I'm just like super original and quirky. Oh my God. Anyway, who cares about that shit? Um, let me get into it. So nights out when I should have gone home early. (laughs) Oh God. You know that feeling the next day when you wake up and you're just like, I fucking can't believe myself. I hate myself, but also it's fine. It's fine. I've perfected that feeling over time. Like I used to feel really bad the day after drinking if I'd done something regrettable. And now I'm just like, you know what? you know what? It's content. Also, I'm just kind of like, people make mistakes and I've kind of learned not to feel bad. But these are a few nights where I'm just like, we need to pack it up. We need to pack it up, says. This is not good. We need to slow down. We need to slow down. We need to stop the brake. Slow down. I drive an automatic, so I don't really (laughs) pull the clutch. I don't fucking know what that is, okay? Just stop the fucking brake. Anyway, so let's begin. Okay, okay. Say a prayer. All right. Once upon a time. (laughs) Once upon a time when I thought that I was ugly. Okay, yeah. Once upon a time 
this story, this story. Um, so if you listen to the last episode, I mentioned that I used to work at a hostel. Okay, two different ones. But this one was in Glebe. And um, basically um, all the guests at this hostel kind of, you know, we created this fake friendship. They obviously did not fucking like, there wasn't really, like they were nice, but it was just kind of like, because I worked there and they were staying there, it was like, yeah, she should come for a drink. Why not? Like I look back and I'm not like, oh my God, I really miss those people. Like I don't really remember any of them. And like, they're not a special part of my life. So yeah. Anyway, so (laughs) anyway, so you know, I was just trying to make money, brother. I was just trying to make money. And they're like, do you want to come for a couple drinks after work? I'm like, you live here. I work here, brother. So went for a couple drinks. Um, and they were all so wild. Like when I was working the hostel, literally like in the courtyard of the hostel, they would be doing bongs and they would be drinking and just fucking shouting. It was crazy. It was my job to like keep them under control. But like, mate, do I look like a fucking party pooper? <laughs> no, it was literally my job. Like I literally got paid to keep them under control. So once an hour I'd be like, guys, can we just like, you know, just calm down, like keep it chill. Um, but yeah, I didn't really like fully get into it. And that's probably why I left that job is because I was not that kind of gal. Anyway, went to the pub after and I was like, oh, I don't really know if I want to go. And I was like, yeah, sure. I could fuck like five of these dudes if I wanted to like they all kind of have that like fucking the receptionist fantasy you know people love watching porn I don't know if you've heard of it it's a thing that people do but yeah they all just wanted to like who can fuck the receptionist first that was a fucking competition so I was like yeah I could probably get a bang out of this like you know a few free drinks so why not that was where I was at at the time you don't you know what I mean like I'm not gonna lie about it it's just it is what it is anyway so we went to the pub and like having fun and there was this English dude um who had a man bun um I think his name it wasn't that long ago it was like a year and a half or two years ago um yeah something basic some kind of basic name anyway he like we kissed and he grabbed my bum and I was like yeah vanilla like not that cool whatever but yeah we ended up getting all getting drunk like this group of people and then one of the guys was like buying me heaps of shots they were basically trying to get me really drunk like when I look back I'm like yeah and a lot of the girls there was only a few girls there and like I got along with them well but I think that they were like pretty keen to go home early so I ended up just like drinking with all these guys and um you know once again (laughs) once again safety comes first and um but I got along like in my head I was like you're one of the boys you know but it's like that's that's not really a thing is it do you know what I mean that I'd rather be with girls but yeah so hanging out getting shit faced and one of the dudes he said this thing to me that really triggered me um it was like oh you're such a fucking tease Sarah like you're such a fucking tease and I was like I literally just work at the hostel that you stay at bro like I'm not a fucking tease um so I got really pissed off um which is usually like a pattern for me I get very angry out of nowhere and then I just leave so I was like I'm gonna leave now um little did I know I actually had drunk probably like 20 pints I'm not I'm literally not exaggerating um and I probably had like eight tequila shots and I was like I'm fine and then I was yeah I was walked outside um 
and I started to just realize I was like I'm fucked like I am fucking shit faced like I was gone brother I was dead but I was like it's fine I've been through worse I can get home like I literally you know when you're so drunk you can't see clearly like I hope you don't know that feeling but it's literally like a fucking blur bro it's like the the lens won't focus man and it was just one of those moments where I was like girl you did not realize how much you drank tonight so I'm walking in Glebe and then I'm like oh, I should fucking pick up I mean I should book an uber because I was literally like living where was I living I was living in I was living in Surrey Hill so to be fair it wasn't that far but it was far enough that it would be like a like a 5k walk like a 3k walk anyway so I'm like oh walking home literally fucked off my face like and I I don't know why but this is where it gets blurry and I thought I had ordered an uber so I like ordered an uber I'm like ordering the uber and then I think I see the car for the uber I'm just like waving at this car like uber uber and I'm waving at all these other cars like uber and then this is where I realized because the memories came back to me the day before but at the time I just thought I was waving at my uber but when the memories came back to me I was just waving at like multiple cars being like uber I was literally waving like hey kidnap me and like fucking you know sex traffic me like don't worry about it babe like this was so unsafe like I was so fucking stupid I was 21 21 this was so stupid like I look back and I'm just like what but I was so fucking drunk I was fucking shit face on my uber anyway so this uber pulls over little did I know it was not my uber um and this guy's like are you okay babe like are you okay and I was like is Sarah Sarah (laughs) you know and they're like what's your name and you're like Sarah Stamine. <laughs> he's like no no like you're not ordering an uber and then i like looked at my phone in my hand first of all it would not turn on second of all the whole screen was cracked to buggery like it literally looked like a fucking like ceramic collage art craft project it was fucked and this guy's like are you okay like and then i saw my audio just like cut out for some random reason anyway so i literally started vomiting i'm not joking this guy's like are you okay and i just start projectile vomiting right in front of him it's like a fucking fire hose bro it's disgusting and he's like you're not okay then (laughs) i'm guessing you're not okay (laughs) and instead of like you know just driving off like yeehaw (laughs) yeah (laughs) he was like he actually was really nice and he's like oh I'll, I'll be back in a sec and he went to 7-eleven and he like got me water he got me like two bottles of water and then he's like oh you can sit in my car if you want and I was like I was so fucked this is like it hit me like something had happened to me and I thought I'd been roofied or something I swear to god I, I don't know maybe actually looking back on it now like low-key like podcasting this story like maybe maybe I could have been because I was fucked anyway I'm like sitting in his car drinking this water and just thinking like you're so lucky that you're not getting murdered but then I was like also no I'm not lucky like why as a woman do I think I can't get help from someone and it's like because you usually can't usually you will get murdered and die but in this situation this dude was actually really nice and 
anyway he was like oh like you should get an uber and i literally like my phone was fucked like it was fucked he's like oh i can give you a lift home and i'm just like so fucked i swear to god i was like could get murdered one percent chance i won't get murdered but tonight i'm so fucked i'll just let him take me home like i was literally paralyzed like my body was paralyzed anyway i know my mom listens to this podcast so she's probably like whoa (laughs) step on the gas step on the brakes girl and yeah it was really like a really embarrassing time in my life um but yeah like would not recommend um like i really should have gone home early that night so that's the first story but a lot of emotions in there i'm not gonna lie to you about it a lot of emotions like the day after i was on the couch with my housemates and i was actually just so embarrassed by myself i was like i'm such a fucking mess of a human like that is i've never been that fucking like you know bad like usually i'd be able to get my shit together get my life together that's the other thing as well is like in sydney there's no like buses past a point so like fuck sydney like sydney can literally suck my dick so i blame all of that situation on sydney but yeah like it's not cool it's not fun like it's not like a good thing but i look back now and i'm just like wow wow anyway so really fucking should have gone home that night the next story (laughs) is um okay so this we're gonna do a high school story um just because this one is like gone down in time every time i see someone from high school they're always like oh my god remember that time you did that that was like literally so fucking embarrassing like i thought you would actually like kill yourself from the embarrassment of that story i'm like nah still here still breathing still living um so for y'all who did not know I grew up in the Blue Mountains, Australia, which is in New South Wales. My, I know, New South Welshmen, they make me sick. Anyway, so when I was like 14, I was dating a 16-year-old. Oh, my God. So cool. Thought I was like a little little LDR at the time. I was like, money is the anthem of success. So before I got out, what's your address? Like my little sugar daddy 16-year-old. Anyway, so... He was invited to this 16th and the girl whose 16th it was, she actually didn't want me to come, um, which, you know, understandable. I was like some 14 year old, like, but she also just fucking hated me. And anyway, like <laughs> bygones, bygones. I think she's a mother now, actually. I think she's a mother. So I hope when your child goes to a party, this happens. Nah, just jokes. That's really fucked up. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, <laughs> nah she's probably like a nice person now. Anyway, so basically he brought me to this party even though i wasn't invited and i was just like whatever like skins in it i'm fucking effy meat like i'm fucking cock i'm cock meat you know skins referenced anyway moving on so went to this party was drinking lots you know good fucking job says you're 14 like i'm not proud of this story you know i'm not proud but it is the truth anyway we're in her shed we're all sitting around and i felt like i was probably drinking more like I don't remember my exact thoughts but my boyfriend's friend was like getting me to drink more oh my god you know when you say something out loud and you're like wow like this actually makes sense like you know you just being like objectified your whole life like men just trying to get you drunk like like literally like is that just the story of my life but anyway so trying to get me on the on the drinks like yeah let's have a good night says like let's get fucked up like you're a little effy whatever anyway so we were all sitting in her shed and we're all like sitting in a circle and I remember this crystal fucking clear and this is like 
when I vomit, like there's no fucking, there's no like warm up, bro. There's no kind of like message to the mind that says, hey, probably should not do this right now. It just happens. It just, I'm not going to cry. It just happens. And um, legit, I just, this vomit, I swear to God, it flew like a meter. And I just started vomiting. People were flying. It was like a movie scene. It was like, I was in fucking Top Gun, bro. It was literally inception of my vomit. People were like fucking jumping out of the way. Everyone ran out of the shed and I'm just in there like the fucking exorcist, bro. Just like vomiting everywhere. Anyway, so my boyfriend, like 10 minutes later, obviously super fucking loyal. Totally forgiven you for that fact. Not really. Go fucking... Anyway, so he comes in and helps me, takes me to the bathroom, cleans me up. Love that. Thanks for doing the bare fucking minimum. Anyway, and I'm like, oh, probably you should go home now. And then they're like, no, nah, actually, no, nah, don't worry, stay. Not her. She was like, get the fuck out of my house. Get the fuck out of my house. But yeah, so I ended up jumping on this trampoline with these, um, these other randoms at the party. And as I was jumping on the trampoline, I literally started vomiting all over and it was one of those trampolines that had a net around it and there was like a hole and (laughs) people were just like scramming to get out they were like fucking going out this little hole just trying to get out and I'm just like yeah 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 and um yeah so I probably should have gone home early but um that's the end of that one and I don't remember how I got home so once again sorry mum uh listening to this But yes, you know, um, there is a theme throughout most of my stories and it does tend to be, um, you know, really good vibes. No, it's vomit. It's really, it's definitely vomit. Next story is, oh my God. Okay. So basically I used to live in the Northern Territory. I did this like work thing in the Northern Territory for five years months or I think it was three or four or five I like don't remember it was literally like 2019 it wasn't that long ago but I the job I had before this was working at the hostel at Glebe and dead fucking set I worked in Mataranka which is like eight hours from Darwin inwards to like the outback I it's it yeah I know it's like so like why like why But it was hot, guys. It was fucking hot. Like, it was literally really fucking hot. And there were lots of flies. And, yeah. But anyway, I'm not gonna... Not gonna get too much into that. Let's get into the story. But, yeah. This American guy who used to stay at the hostel in Sydney, I bumped into him in Mataranka, in the Northern Territory. I swear to fucking God. Like... And this guy, we got in a fight at this hostel. So he's like the last person I would I would want to see in the middle of nowhere in the fucking outback. But how did this happen? Like, how did this happen? And I saw him in the supermarket and I was just literally like, oh. but there was no one in this town. There was legit like 30 people in this town. So it was like slim pickings and he was one of the backpackers like working at this like restaurant slash farm or whatever anyway so slim pickings guys we're really it's the bottom of the fucking barrel it's the bottom of the motherfucking barrel um but yeah at this like kind of restaurant hut thing in town 
um, that was like an outback or a steakhouse or a pub vibe. But there's no taps in the NT because it's so fucking hot. It's so fucking hot that they only serve bottled and canned alcohol. It's like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, so at this place and I see him in the supermarket that day and I'm just like, oh my God, like what are the fucking chances? Anyway, he came with this girl to do like visa work. This Swedish girl that he was fucking and she was really nice like really nice girl and they were working at this place yeah so I went to this place for dinner with a few of the other people I knew in the town and we're having a few drinks and then like we ended up being there for ages like we got really drunk and I obviously didn't have a car even in the fucking outback of Australia I did not have a car I was like sorry like where's the tram babe there's no fucking tram you're in the NT and basically like he was like oh you can stay the night and I was like yeah like just actually to sleep there like I didn't want to like fuck this person but oh my god just reliving this story like I never think about this story like I never think about it oh anyway but like I knew that this girl really liked him but he was like oh we're not together blah 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 but they were sharing a room they were sharing a room like two beds in one room in this place anyway so he's like you can stay the night I'm like okay that's all good like fun times live love laugh and I get into the room and I see there's two single beds and I'm just like oh my god I fucking and I'm in the outback so like I can't get an uber home like once I was there I was fucking there like I could walk home in the middle of the night in the middle of fucking nowhere for like 20 k's and get eaten by a fucking dingo or I could stay with this American guy. I should have walked home. <laughs> anyway, so he's like, oh, it's all good. He like tries to kind of like spoon with me in this bed. And I'm like, no. So he starts going into the bed next to me with this other girl. And I'm not joking. I'm not joking, guys. They had sex right next to me after he had tried to have sex with me and I, I did not have sex with him. <laughs> oh my God, I haven't thought about this in so long. It actually, like I'm literally tearing up because it's just so problematic. Anyway, so they had sex next to me, but I fell asleep anyway. I was like, what's more important, sleep or being traumatized? Sleep. Um, <laughs> so I fell asleep. Like I couldn't go anywhere. This is not the type of situation where I could go anywhere else. Um, anyway, and then in the middle of the night, um, like I felt someone get into bed with me, um, which was like so fucking random and I knew it was probably him. And then when I woke up in the morning, I woke up to the Swedish girl next to me, butt naked, just like literally butt naked, just all over me, like holding me and cuddling me. And I'm just like, what is happening? Like, what is going on? And I woke up and then she woke up. She looked at me. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I thought I was so drunk. I thought that this was like, you know, 
this was where I should sleep. And I was like, that's fine. Anyway, so I woke up in the morning. I'm like, okay, like, can you give me a lift home now? Because he couldn't give me a lift home last night because he had too much drink, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, so do you have a good night? I'm like, I, I literally don't know what to fucking say, bro. Like, we're in a small town in the middle of nowhere. Like, please don't murder me. But that was not that great. So anyway... Bob's your uncle. I don't even know what to say about that. Like, it was weird. But yeah, he was only there for a couple more weeks and I was leaving a month. But, oh, God. And then, like, oh, did I see him again somewhere? I swear to God, I saw him again somewhere. I don't know. I swear to God, I hope I never see him again because it was just, like, this energy was just so weird. Anyway, next story is um, waking up on a rock to Swedish campers in the Blue Mountains. Okay. So that pretty much (laughs) sums it up. (laughs) Like one night I got so drunk with some friends in high school that I walked in the bush and I fell asleep on a rock in a national park and woke up to a family of Swedish campers. And, um, (laughs) you know, that I walked, I walked back, um, and yeah I found my way home (laughs) so so like so problematic I feel like I'm spiraling um yeah so then (laughs) the next story is this work party in London oh my god so I worked at this really great pub in Hammersmith it was just such a good team of people it was so great like super super awesome and every time there was a work party the manager would just take us on the best nights out it was so good and then we'd like go back to the pub and drink and mate it was so good but yeah I had the best work party like it was fucking great and then um I got I went to go take a bus home and I remember like walking out of the pub it was like 5 a.m in the morning like we'd partied from like 8 p.m to 5 a.m and I was fucking done but I was sober enough to get a kebab. So I got a kebab before I started waiting at the bus stop. Anyway, I'm just eating this kebab. You know when you're eating when you're drunk and you're just like, you're like fucking taking it back, bro. Like you're inhaling that kebab. Like it's it's oxygen. It's fucking oxygen. I, I swear to God, I just put the whole kebab in my mouth and somehow it morphed into my body. Anyway, so waiting for the bus, the double-decker bus, because we're in London. This is what dream. Okay, imagine me getting onto this double-decker bus at 5am. There's people going to work. Um, I... (laughs) I was so fucked. Oh my god, I I feel like I could actually cry telling this because it's so embarrassing. (laughs) But yeah, I'm sitting... (laughs) I'm sitting on this bus and um, I'm so drunk and I'm like no one can see me no one knows what's going on and I could feel myself like I had two second warning of vomiting I had a two second warning and I literally I had my coat and I like just put my coat over my whole body I was like no one's gonna see me it's like a cloak of invisibility bro it's Harry fucking Potter up in this bitch we're in England you know fucking I'm not a muggle anyway so I put the coat all over me thinking it's such a good idea and I just start vomiting like to the side like to the side of me like on the kind of wall of the bus and then I put the coat down after I'm done and I'm just like like no one's gonna know no one's gonna know it's like I think they're gonna know 
Anyway, and then my stop comes up. I stand up. Don't look back. I don't look back at what I've done. I don't look back. I'm so embarrassed. This is poor bus cleaners. I feel so bad for them. And then I like get off the bus. I'm like, thanks so much. Like, pick me, pick me. I'm such a nice person. And yeah, oh God, oh, so bad. And it was snowing at that time as well. So it was so fucking cold. Um, but yeah, that's, I think I'm going to stop with that today and I'm going to do a part two tomorrow because I just feel like I need a little bit of time to process this. Um, but tomorrow I'm going to do a part two of this. Um, (laughs) I feel like I'm laughing and crying because I'm like, it's so embarrassing, but also it's not at all. You know, men do that all the time and it's completely fucking fine. So yeah call me a fucking human being okay we all make mistakes in the words of hannah montana nobody's perfect um so yeah anyway i hope you guys are enjoying your lockdown and super wholesome energy here in says land um love you all so much uh follow me on instagram follow me on tiktok um please leave a review on apple if you listen on apple i really appreciate all the help because i've had some really hateful reviews from fucking dickheads um you know so it'd be nice (laughs) to feel something good for once in my life but yeah no pressure um anyway (laughs) okay all right it's time to fucking go uh wild friday night here it's gonna get absolutely fucking crazy anyway love you all lots and um have a good one all right bye